0: Set your phasers to fun and hold on to
1: your funds. Let's talk Star Trek, the next generation with Charlie and Megan. Shut, Shut up, up Wesley, you're done. So come on set your phasers to fun. Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody.
0: It's a new us.
1: We've been away for a while, and here we are.
0: We are here. We had some important things to tend to.
1: The holidays happened.
0: Um, I had a minor stint in Rehab of one sort or another. Charlie, it's a long story. Uh, sure, we don't. Charlie had to come,
1: and we don't have time to get into that. No, we have lots thing. of Star Trek. I, I will tell you now. I can make a public record, public knowledge. You didn't even know this. My plan was, what? if I had had more time, which is in short supply these days, I would. I was the name of your memoir. I was go- <laughs> I was going to write a holiday episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. That we were going <laughs> to. We were going to act out on, live on the show, but... That's fantastic.
0: To... I don't see any reason why we couldn't do that as an improvisation right now.
1: Nope. I mean, yeah. it
0: would be essentially the equivalent. It would be our answer to the Star Wars uh, Life Day. What was that called? Yeah, it Life Day. The holiday special. Yeah,
1: like, yeah Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, sure.
0: it, could be, it could be like that. What, so in that regard, who is the Chewbacca... Of...
1: Worf, Worf was getting ready to celebrate Klingon Christmas with Alexander.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Which
1: involved like getting a, you know, a Klingon war beast to slaughter. And the card was having none of it. And Data was trying to learn about it. <laughs> Jordy was worried about who he was going to ask out to the big dinner.
0: Cuz he was he went to the planet and there was all that like that Klingon Boobs that they have—the little boob window in the all the—and Jordy was like, "I'm intimidated by too many boobs."
1: Or we could have done—we could have done Q as uh, you know, the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, Future.
0: Oh yeah, sure, that makes sense. Where he's like, "Diana, this would have been like if you had not been empathic." Snap fingers. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: and she's all like, "She's she's she's a bartender at uh, Ten Forward." She's like, "How do I get into this Harlequin suit? I don't have any powers."
1: <laughs> There's a lot of Harlequin suits going on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's rough business out there.
1: Uh, <sighs> I
0: love it. This fun, or you know, here's the classic. A classic is uh, Data tries to learn about. Like the holidays of all the crew, and so we just kind of get like a laundry list of like, you here's Miles and Keiko celebrating like some kind of like Shinto solstice. Sure. Celebra- I don't know what Shinto is to celebrate, but some kind of like thing. And then like, like you just kind of go around the clock and get like a bunch of different.
1: Oh, what if the replicator was broken and they had to make Christmas dinner from scratch? Can they even do that?
0: Yeah, and then it becomes like a Christmas slash. Lord of the Flies situation. Ah, yes. And it gets really brutal. Jordy would be piggy in that in that crossover, and they're like, "I'm the visor." Obviously comes the glasses, yeah, that they have to use to magnify the plasma beam to cook the flesh of their enemies or whatever
1: the hell. Right. Maybe they're transmitting a rare, you know, bucket of Tamarian spice or whatever. And, but it would be perfect yes. on the turkey or whatever they're gonna make <clears throat> I,
0: I love this this is a, this is a, these episodes write themselves next year I don't know why they didn't have a holiday themed episode every season
1: Megan we've been it's been a while a little bit of trivia for you listeners We actually tried to record this episode uh, a couple months ago didn't happen <laughs> after about 15. I minutes, got a
0: problem this, our listeners may not know I have a problem. And my problem is called, I have a three-year-old who is like the dictator of my whole life. And when she's like, you know, they're three. Because once they get to be like four, you can kind of bribe them. Right. Once you can bribe the kid, it gets a lot easier to kind of do what you want. You're like, stay here and be quiet. and You can have a cookie. And they're like, I comprehend you. But when they're three and and under, they can't really be bribed, which means you pretty much have to do whatever they say or face wrath. And my three-year-old is, like, really wrathful. Like, she's part Klingon. Like, she's got a little of that in her. I
1: can vouch for that, having only seen what happened via Skype and still (laughs) terrified by it.
0: Yeah, she's pretty, um... Well, you know, she's a bold personality. She's got a lot of, um... She's expressive. She's real she's brassy. She's Hitler-esque a little bit. She's brassy. She's sassy. She's yeah. she's going to be the president, possibly of an evil corporation. It's it's undetermined. She's going to
1: be a president of some sort.
0: Yeah. She may be a Sith Lord. We're going to find out. So We're going to find out. There is no peace, only passion. We, That's what I'm saying. We
1: started listener mail. We got a number of questions in from super listener Jenna.
0: Oh, Jenna. How I miss her.
1: Uh, she just in the meantime, I've met the nanites finally. Uh, do we ever hear from them again? We don't, do we?
0: That's right. Because Jenna's working her way through the series. Yeah. That's right. I don't
1: know where she is in the show. I guess I could tweet her and say, what's up?
0: Well, she just finished the nanites,
1: so. Well, that was. This was on November 10th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A full two months ago. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, that's
0: the breaking news sound Am I? have I gone back to the 1940s? Yes. Uh,
1: Jenna tweets back uh, I asked her where oh, she was Jenna. in the show she says early in season 4 thought traveling Picard traveling home was weird but I'm still watching so they're doing something right now I like that episode Family I think it's called
0: yeah where he goes home and, the, and Robert his brother yeah yeah, I like that one too.
1: Uh, it's a. What's up, Jenna? Renee, is that his kid's name? Yeah, yeah.
0: Renee. Nice, nice memory. Good work.
1: Uh, and he lives in like a cool old French chateau.
0: Yeah, and they make real wine. They make real wine. And he's all like, "Deal with your problems, Picard." And then they and he's like, "Oh, we're both named Picard because we're brothers." And then they hug. at the and end And they
1: fight in the mud, and they hug.
0: And they go, I will call them green beans. You will call them Ali Colvert. And then they fight some more.
1: And then the head of the, maybe the mayor of the town wants Picard to come be the head of the science division of the town.
0: Yeah, he's like, You will build us a swimming pool and do experiments in it. And he's like, Mmm,
1: yes.
0: They all speak that way.
1: No one speaks like that, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that. Le
0: weekend, le shampoo. Um, Other French words Yogurt That's how the whole episode is. You don't even have to watch the episode now You've seen it, you've seen it, my reenactment Hits all the beats, all the story beats You're welcome um,
1: An old family friend of the Picards Is now in charge of the Atlantis Project Um, You will come and
0: find the city Made of gold, under a uh, yours Picard oh.
1: it's all about dads and sons and Borg forgiveness this episode
0: fathers and sons and getting over your Borg issues
1: cause Worf's parents are there
0: yeah that's right and it ends with Renee looking into the sky as the star goes past and you're like this could be the title card for DreamWorks and then later it is <laughs> Indeed. like that kind of like I'm gonna go into space and also family and boyhood and children
1: as some brief off topic reason Megan what do you think of this what do you make of this new Star Trek movie trailer I haven't seen it alright and that's been what do you make of this with Megan and
0: Charlie (laughs) (laughs) if this doesn't work the thought of spending the rest of my life in here is none too appealing there is a bright side, Jordy. You
1: will have me to talk to.
0: Uh, frankly, I'm, a, I'm not really excited about it, those that series. Like, whatever. Who cares? Who, I don't care.
1: Apparently the ship gets blown up, so they don't have a ship, and they're just on a planet. Which is great, because I hate the ship. I'm glad there's... I wish there wasn't a ship in Star Trek.
0: I'm, uh, whatever. Chris Pine is pretty, but I don't care. I don't yeah. care about Captain Kirk, and I don't care about cowboy diplomacy, and I don't care about... Space adventures. That's not why I watch Star Trek. If I want to watch yeah. rollicking space adventures, I'll watch other shows. Uh,
1: correct. That's how Take I feel that. Take that, Larry. It. Boom. Larry. Busted. Larry Pontius doesn't listen to this, as we've said. <laughs> Larry, if you do listen to this, we'd like to hear from you.
0: <laughs> Larry, if you listen to this, I will send you twenty shiny nickels in the mail. Shine uh. with my own hoodie. <laughs> uh,
1: and that goes. For you too, other friends of ours that are <laughs> saying that they haven't listened because they don't listen to podcasts.
0: It's called the 20 Shiny Nickels Challenge, brought to you by me. Prove that you've listened to our <laughs> podcast by referencing this challenge. You can get 20 Shiny Nickels in the mail.
1: Offer not valid for people who listen already, (laughs) only for the people that we know that we're talking to Only
0: for our, quote, so-called friends, unquote. I know I just put the quotes around the so-called, but bear with me. Those people who are like, oh, I'm going to listen one day. Like, screw you people.
1: I did. I really did. It's great fun. All right. Megan, yes. lying in the 20, 24th century. Yeah! 25th century 24th century?
0: 24th century. Which, by the way, Charlie, I did some math, and guess what? I don't think you and I are going to be alive to see it.
1: You know what is going to live on, Alice? Though. What? This, pod- this podcast. <laughs> we'll echo th- it's going to echo through the ages.
0: It's going to be cockroaches, Tupperware, and set phasers to fun.
1: The truth, this time all of it. So,
0: I was watching a few episodes, kind of like get back in the saddle for this podcast and i watched back to back i watched the one where what's the mad max what's it not mad max what's a uh, max headroom what's his name matt fewer yeah when he comes yeah and he comes and he says that he is a time traveler from the 26th century but really he's a, yep. it's just some jamoke from the 24th 22nd century that stole a real time traveler's time pod right yep and he comes to the, and he's like, hey, and he steals, like, their tricorders and stuff, and then he's going to go back to the 22nd century and pretend like he invented it, right? That, that whole thing. They are so right. quick to believe his story. And he's like, I'm, the f- I'm from the future. And they're like, okay, here, have access to the bridge and other sensitive areas. Here, come, come watch uh, us as we fiddly dink around with the warp core drive. Like, they're just so willing to believe right. him from Jump. And then, so that happens. And then the next episode I watched was the one where Alexander comes to live with Worf. And Alexander's like, I didn't steal the lizard statue, but he obviously did. And Worf is like, Uh what? You lied? And I'm like, dude, you guys.
1: They're kids. Of course they lie.
0: Learn about the lying. You would think. Like, it must be so easy to fool you. You're like, I put the treasure map in the potted plant and you're like well i guess it must be there and meanwhile like the other person has taken the treasure map far away from the potted plant (laughs) if Um, if it were a a, a spy versus spy you know
1: right it's all kind of a bit like that ricky gervais movie
0: that's right about the invention of lying what's that movie called
1: I think it was called The Invention of Lying.
0: I knew that. I just said you up.
1: <laughs> It was previously called This Side of the Truth.
0: Ah. Oh, and before that it was called Ricky Gervais Ego. But they couldn't Ooh. get it on a poster. Stupid <laughs> too big to put on a poster. Look at that did. Burn. Boom! Gervais, I'll apologize and send you twenty shiny nickels if you acknowledge that you've heard this podcast.
1: <laughs> you must be verified on Twitter to claim this prize. That's right. <laughs> I think Picard really um, conferred a, a lie quicker than others.
0: I don't know. He was really slow to warm up to Max Headroom. He's like, here, Max Headroom, come into my ready room, and I will, um, you know, listen to it, and we'll have an ethical conversation about whether or not you should give me the future, information from the future so that I can...
1: Right. Wow, that's true. Like,
0: oh, let's just, let me... But here, read my diary, Max Headroom, while I wrestle with this thorny thing.
1: I just remember all the furtive glances he would give Riker. Like, yeah, we know what's up with this guy.
0: Yeah, but you wonder, is Picard just giving the furtive glance as, like, a cover? So Is that his, like, BS cover? You know what I mean? Like, in, um, you know Dave Edgar's book? Do you ever read Dave Edgar's book, uh, <clears throat> The Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius? I did. and how if he, sa- he says in that book he makes a comment that if you're ever giving a speech to a group of people and you can't think of what to say instead of saying um you should say now and then wait until yeah. you think something to say that makes you seem yep. powerful now yep. right maybe the furtive glance is the equivalent for Picard he's like I don't know so I'll just kind of give you a furtive knowing glance
1: space eggers
0: space eggers
1: what if he's an imposter well, he is human. The medical scans have proven that, right, Doctor? He's
0: human, all right.
1: And there was a temporal distortion back there, correct, Mr. Wolf Yes, sir. And no one can deny that that ship of his is unlike anything we've ever seen. I've examined his credentials, and everything seems to be in order, so I think we should extend to him every courtesy. Including questionnaires. Including questionnaires, Mr. Wolf. I'll bet there would be... I'll bet Geordi at Christmas, at, in Star Christmas, I'll bet he drank too much eggnog and got sick. <laughs> He got too nervous. <laughs> That's so what So he it drank is. all this. And uh, maybe... Uh, I don't know. Who would spike the eggnog with Romulan mm, ale? You know,
0: okay. Some possibilities. I could see Bev doing it just to kind of be a stinker.
1: Absolutely.
0: She seems like a practical joker.
1: O'Brien, because he's a drunk Irishman.
0: Yeah, obviously. Um, who might else? Worf, no. No.
1: Nope. Data, no. No. he wouldn't pollute himself with the yeah
0: uh, picard no
1: and son of gomez might spill some in there <laughs> trip and spill some uh,
0: riker might in an attempt to uh, help jordy like here have a little nip of courage right he might he might pull that kind of malarkey
1: maybe it would be that blue bartender i mean the the blue barber oh, with the rich yeah
0: mot Ma- What's his
1: name? Yeah. Moth the Hoople. Moth the Hoople. <laughs> that's that's his is. name. Moth. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he also had a side project as a glam rocker.
1: Uh, from the planet Hoople. Uh-huh. He also made
0: applesauce.
1: From Hoople 7.
0: Mm-hmm. He made applesauce and glam rock.
1: <laughs> Apple juice? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's only two things on the planet. The planet is in <laughs> perpetual darkness on one side, <laughs> and that's where they make glam rock. And perpetual light on one side, and that's where they make apples. <laughs> Another question just came in awesome this is from Bryce Defer. Hey! super, super listener brystefer um his question he has three he has a question a comment and a concern okay um any thoughts his question is any thoughts on the mirror universe what's the mirror universe is that the one where the fish guys live his comment is, I love this show. I think he's talking about our show.
0: <laughs> not
1: TNG. Aha! Thanks, Bryce.
0: Thanks, Bryce Defer.
1: Uh, his concern is, they could let J.J. Abrams reboot TNG. That is a legitimate concern.
0: 100% legitimate.
1: So, any theories from you about what the Mirror Universe is?
0: Is that the one where, like, when. Uh, oh, is that the one where uh, Tasha R isn't dead? Maybe, and she's on the ship, and Guinan's like, "We're not supposed to be friends."
1: The evil parallel universe. Yeah, I guess he's talking about the, the one where the Klingons and the Federation are at war.
0: Oh yeah, huh? So what? Are, what was his question about it? Does it exist?
1: Well, any thoughts on it? Oh,
0: any thoughts? Well, I like their um, uniforms and the dramatic lighting.
1: They put. um they put like they're like bands they have like rope belts gold rope belts yeah
0: i can dig it i always think Um, it's hilarious whenever anybody in their sleek uniforms like suddenly needs to carry like a holster either for a tricorder or for a phaser they're always just like dangling off there in a most ridiculous way it's like dudes it's the 21st century can you not invent a pocket think about pockets try pockets
1: is it the one where? That's not the one where all the Enterprises started showing up. That was a different one. That was the Wharf one. That was parallels, right? It
0: was like that was the Enterprise convention, and they all er- showed up, and then we're like, "What the? Are you?" Yeah, and
1: Riker's. My favorite part was Riker's crazy beard in that one dimension.
0: <laughs> that's right. Oh, Riker. Yeah. So I guess to answer Brycefer's question, we have no thoughts about it.
1: Nope. Sorry. <laughs> uh that this one has four writers on it. Yesterday's Enterprise.
0: One for each Enterprise?
1: I guess so. Um, or maybe that was an sorry. idea
0: that got kicked around.
1: I wish we had more
0: Listen. More thoughts on it. Charlie and I are a little rusty. We've been
1: we are. we've been
0: eating the holiday sweets. We've been sure. uh, talking with people who are not giant nerds, and so we have to—we're just, you know, right. easing back into this podcast tomfoolery.
1: There is a version of my life that is very nearly about to happen, where all I talk about with anybody is a babies and b Star <laughs> Trek, and I don't necessarily want that for myself.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: But I can't talk about much else these days. Yeah, I
0: can't help you. I can't help you because I will enable both of those conversations for you. I'll be like, tell me about your baby and let's talk about Star Trek. I'm like your worst friend. I'm your nightmare enabler.
1: Why were you being so mean to me? Why'd you do that to my friend? Because you ran away from me. You left me alone. I had to do everything by myself. I could talk about how to or making a murderer. That show.
0: I'm not going to watch that show. You know why? Because
1: you live in the Midwest and you're horrified of being murdered That's by a drifter.
0: A hundred percent right. That's a thousand percent correct. Ding, ding, ding. Big shiny prize. for Charlie Vaughnville. I don't need any more Midwest terror. I don't need anybody to help me imagine what might it be like to be afraid all the time. I don't need any of that. I got it. I got that covered. Miss Imagination over here knows exactly how she's going to die behind every corner and like barn and like haystack. I got it. I don't need it.
1: (laughs) I've never been to the Midwest before, um, except for I went to Minneapolis for like three days, but I imagined it to be peaceful and tranquil and serene. Except for when it's not. Except for for punctuations of just bloody, filthy... uh, you know, mass murder blood spray scenes. What could
0: happen in this old abandoned farmhouse? Surely nothing. It will either be a peaceful solace from the busy world, or I'll meet my creative death.
1: Never walk in a cornfield by yourself, because the next thing you know, you will look over and you will see a stalk of corn sprayed with your very own blood. (laughs) As you are murdered.
0: I have that stitched on a pillow right now. It's surprising that you say that. I have that
1: very phrase. I gotta put that up on uh, the the merchandise store. Never walk, guys. You should probably order some merch because I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be up there much longer. So get it in, (laughs) get it in, get them orders in. Maybe that's why Kirk left Iowa because all the burgers.
0: Sure. Well, there's a lot of reasons to leave Iowa, and I say this as a person who loves Iowa but you can't you can't be a star fleet captain and live here you gotta leave
1: no you can't be any kind of captain really because you never they never ask you to do local captaining
0: boy that's the truth and i keep putting my name in like anybody needs some captaining and they're like no we're just trying to avoid being murdered in our old abandoned farmhouses
1: we actually do need some captaining, Megan, but you would need to leave Iowa City.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't want to get in the car. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> now, in uh. L.A., you have lots of captaining opportunities, but the market is saturated. That's your problem.
1: Yeah, it's true. Everyone, um,
0: everyone's a captain. Somebody's got to be the ensign.
1: I was the big captain in a small pond before I came here. And now I'm a little captain in a big pond.
0: Yeah. Now I'm a big captain in a murdering uh, isolation Midwestern haystack of a pond. If haystacks were ponds. Which, by the way, we don't actually have haystacks because this is like agribusiness land. Like, we don't have like a diversity of crops or anything. Like, we just grow the one thing.
1: <laughs> Right.
0: Like we don't really have farmers here. Like oh, so here's a fun thing. So the University of Iowa was at, was in Pasadena, was in your neck of the woods, Charlie, for the Rose Bowl. Let's talk Correct. sports for just a hot second. I didn't watch it or care, but apparently the the, the opposing team's marching band, like they, we played Stanford, I guess, and Stanford's marching yep. band made some disparaging swipes at Iowans for being farmers.
1: Ooh. I know, and I
0: said quite pithily, yes, I'm about to share with you my tweets on the subject I said that I thought it was pretty lazy and if they wanted to troll Iowa they should have come out dressed like insurance agents mm. because we have a lot of insurance agents in Iowa that's a thing people don't realize a lot of the, like, a lot of the big insurance companies Allstate State Farm
1: right they're it's because people of out there are so worried People out there are so worried about getting murdered. That's all they think that's, about. So they start insurance companies. That's
0: exactly right. We're like, we've got to insure against our inevitable calamity deaths. Let's get some insurance right. going. We're, the state motto is Latin for let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like, that is the temperament of this town and state. Is cautious. Yeah, I grew
1: up in a town that was not unlike the town in making a murderer. Like, it's the same basic, you know, there's a courthouse in a small town, and there's a family that nobody really likes, and they probably murdered somebody. Yeah. It's, uh...
0: So Wichita Falls is like Wichita Falls to your death.
1: I'm I'm talking about Henrietta in this instance, but yeah, pretty much.
0: Henrietta to your Um, death doesn't have the same ring. (laughs) No. Henrietta. Yeah, I got nothing.
1: Oh, Manitowoc's actually pretty big. It's like 33,000 people. That's a lot bigger than what I grew up at. (sighs) Yeah,
0: I'm not watching that malarkey.
1: Uh, It's good. It's worth watching. No. If you like being mad about the justice system, you should watch (laughs) it. Do
0: I? I'm like, what can I I exhibit my rage on today? I have a (laughs) lot of rage, Charlie. This is a thing a lot of people don't realize about me. Yes, I have a lot of rage. It just comes out. It's just I yoke my rage to the chariot of my ambition. So it just comes out like cheerful chipperness. It's like chipper. stand-up comedy. Chipper rage. It's like, (laughs) hey, (laughs) hello, hi. But it's really, it's rage is what's powering that. Uh,
1: Like you. Yes. I don't know. That's not true. I just wanted to... Q's
0: got a lot of rage. Yeah, you wanted up. to bring it back to... That's good, because you're a good host. Do you think Q has rage? Do you think he's angry?
1: He did, when he-, he did when he was human.
0: Yes. That's my problem, is I'm stuck in this human corporeal form when I should clearly be right. omniscient.
1: Wasn't the girl, the Q girl, wasn't she from Iowa or something? Or Kansas or something? I don't know.
0: Angry and powerful at the same time. He's very powerful. So what does he have to be angry about? Like you ha- well, if to you be are, angry, a you have to have your power thwarted. Your will must be thwarted.
1: Or at least in your mind. Yeah, that's right. That's that's how dictators work. Yeah,
0: that's right. Good point.
1: So if you have a dictator where you are, don't challenge them. Yeah. Or they'll just get mad.
0: And and write us and tell us about it.
1: Yeah, We would love to hear your thoughts and comments. Do you have thoughts about Mirror Universes? Do you have thoughts about J.J. Abrams? We'd love to hear about it. Say that We'd word love mirror. for you to order some Mirror.
0: Mirror. Okay, just checking.
1: To the, what did I say? It
0: sounded like you were saying mirror and I was like, is this some like, weird mirror. Texan thing happening? Mirror. Nope. I gotta go look in the mirror. But no. I just made it no.
1: up. No. I blame Skype. Sure. Um, so, yeah, get in touch on Twitter at Set Phasers Pod. Email us in. setphasers Phasers to Fun Pod at Gmail. Uh, y- if you want to get some merch, go to. I think it's. I don't remember the URL, but um, it's probably there on the internet. You if you want to look at it. Official merch store is setphasers to fun.myshopify.com. Uh, There's also a Facebook page that I imagine Megan looks into every once in a while. I think about it. Um, Yeah, you've been posting. I looked at it right now. A little bit.
0: Every once in a while. I'm like, hey, yeah, this exists.
1: Chuck Williams posted to it.
0: Good job, Chuck.
1: Do you know Chuck Williams? Yes. There's a next generation phaser remote control. Yes! Um, Sarah Thurman says she uh, sadly bursts into laughter at inappropriate times when I hear Megan singing her response to Bill Cosby. dumb bum, da bum, dom, rape, OMG, ROFL.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't even remember that, but I'm sure it was delightful. That's how long this podcast has been. I don't even remember my own jokes, Charles.
1: I don't either. <laughs> to be fair,
0: they're not that great.
1: <laughs> no, it's not like, I mean, who cares? <laughs> right? That's right. Um, well, guys, I think that just about does it for this episode.
0: We did a nice job. We good job, us, easing back into the podcast life.
1: We have answered our thesis question, whether which is why lying is bad, maybe. <laughs> uh, and here we are.
0: Here we are. And we're going to b- bring more of this inanity your way in 2016. We resolve.
1: It's true. Um, hopefully we'll be able to... Life keeps intruding, but we're going to record as much as we can. And uh, keep bringing you this... Uh, hours of free entertainment
0: <laughs> alright have a, have a nice day we will do everything possible to assist your continued survival thank you but we have evolved beyond any need for your assistance